Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. You've been coming for more than two weeks. You're amazing. Seriously. Nobody can take this church but you. There's only a few of us that can. It's called the Bible. Not many people, not many Christians can endure the Bible. About as many Christians can endure the Bible as United States citizens can endure the Constitution. That's why we're in the place that we're in right now. But here's the thing. You and I, are listen, we are winning this battle now. You need to know that. Tom, you say that all the time, really? Uh, you know, how about, how about, was, about two months ago? Was there 14 or 15 states that had outlawed abortion? That wasn't the case two months ago, folks. You can't get an abortion in Alabama. You can't get one in Mississippi. See, some of you, some of you are afraid to obey, you, some of you are afraid to praise God for that and be thankful for that. You've been so politicized that you still think it's all right for some reason to abort a human life. I can tell by the faces. I'm, I don't want anybody. Who cares what anybody thinks? Why do you care? Human life is a human life no matter what. You don't. People rape and incest. You're going to overcome evil with more evil? You gonna overcome racism with more racism? No. You gotta start being righteous somewhere. And by the way, they're liars from the get-go because they belong to their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires right out of John 8, 44. Roe versus Wade was birthed in a lie. Jane Roe was never murdered, was never raped at all, was never gang raped, admitted it later. And now they're proffering another lie that there's a 10-year-old girl in Ohio that couldn't get, they got raped and she couldn't get an abortion in Ohio so she had to travel to Indiana. You know how that's impossible? Because that would have to be reported to law enforcement and it never was. Surprise, the President of the United States is off proffering lies once again. Puking lies once again. Filthy, sulfur-filled from the pit of hell lies. So he can kill more people. People call me a racist and somebody who lacks compassion. You know what? I want everybody to live. How do I lack compassion when I'm the one who wants everybody to live? And I speak for you too when I say I. How, how am I a racist when I don't want Planned Parenthood in black neighborhoods? How am I a racist but the non-racist puts in the number one killer of black people in America in their neighborhoods every day? How am I the racist? Amazing, isn't it? They will call you that which they are. They will project onto you like a projector, putting out a film onto you that which they are. Understand? Because they are, who's the accuser of the brethren? Who's the liar of all liars? The father of all liars. It's all a lie. We are winning. It's amazing what has happened. It really is. It's amazing what has turned around. Now governors, they're being shamed into getting pro-life right now. 
You gotta compare with DeSantis. Somehow or another, I gotta look like Ron. True. And see, that's what should be happening inside the church. They should be wanting to look like you and me because we operate in the power of God. Not in the niceness, not in the tolerance, not in the accommodation, in the power of God. You wanna be super nice, operate in the power. You'll melt tumors. No, I, I wanna be compassionate and cry with them. Jesus cleared you out of the room. Peter and John cleared you out of the room. You're a flute player and a crier. Who cares? What does that do? Get out. The whole modern church should just rename themselves. They should drop all the abundance and all the coasts. And they should call themselves flute something. Flute church of something. That's all they offer. They want the, we're told to preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, whether it's popular or not. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Everybody's afraid to preach it because people walk out the back door. Preach it anyway. Watch and see what God will do. Watch and see what God will do. You are unashamed. All the studies are coming out now. Everything that we have been saying over the last 28 months, we're in the 28th month of 15 days to flatten the curve. Oh, no, don't worry. They'll never take advantage of you. All the Christians cooperatively, subserviently, strapped their masks on, locked their churches down. Not us, not ever. However, they all did. And they were lying to them the whole time. And now it's all come out, latest study, huge study coming out of Switzerland. That it is, by the way, mRNA is messenger RNA that goes in and manipulates and changes your genes. That's all come out, that's what's true. Nine out of 10 COVID deaths in Canada, I told you this last week, in the month of May, nine out of every 10 were fully vaccinated, 73% of those were boosted. And what does Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden tell you to do? Go get a vaccine. Everybody, excess deaths are up every, the deaths are all inverting now. Used to be in, in, the, in the height of the pandemic, people were dying of a respiratory virus allegedly, now everybody's dying of blood clots and heart attacks. It's all inverted. That's an absolute fact. Happening in Australia, it's tracked in Australia. It's tracked in England. England. England suddenly stopped releasing their vaccine death and vaccine hospitalization data on June 23rd of this year. Why'd they stop, I wonder? Everything that we've said is true. Everything. Told you they're gonna keep trying to vaccinate kids because it extends their EUA. Told you that, that's what they're doing. Why would you ever vaccinate a child who has no chance of dying of the disease you're vaccinating them from? Explain that to me. It's just like, you know, it's funny. Everybody probably saw the video of Joe Biden saying, repeat the line. <laughs> end quote, repeat the line. End quote, repeat the line. So his assistant press secretary comes out and says, no, no, no. He said, let me repeat the line. It's not what he said. You just watched the video. You know that I'm watching the video. You know that countless others are watching the video and you are going to deny that which your eyes have seen and your ears have heard. 
There's no let me in there. It's like law enforcement. Was that you on that videotape, shoplifting all that stuff? Oh, no, that's not me. I'm watching you. There you are. It's your clothes. It's you doing it. No, that's not me. That's no different than masking or vaccine or locking down. You look at all the evidence that you say, I just deny it. Suddenly you quarantine healthy people and strap masks on healthy people and you claim that's gonna keep you healthy by breathing in viruses and bacteria all day long. You're designed to have a mask over your face. If you were designed to have a mask over your face, God would have put one on you. I got up the other day. I didn't get up because I never went to bed. I'm such a loser. But anyway, I'm up at five, I was up at 5.15. I went walking, and here comes my neighbor down the road riding his bike alone in the middle. I live in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody there, me and the dog and him and nobody else for countless miles. And there he is out riding his bike alone with his mask on. You think it's over? It's not over. Alone. In Florida, it's like 100% humidity. I'm sweating at 5 a.m. The dog is panting, and he's out on his bike with a sweatshirt on, wearing a mask on his face. And he's 60-something years old. I'm gonna find your body on the side of the road. It's like I always did when I was in law enforcement. I was the absolute crap magnet of the world. If it was ever gonna happen, it happened right in front of me. Nothing heroic, I never, nothing heroic, just somebody drops dead or crashes right in front of me. Anybody's gonna find, I found a dead body in my own neighborhood, flagged down by my own postal worker. Hey, that guy, for some reason, hasn't picked up his mail for a week. Yeah, I know why. Let me go smell around the house. Welcome to law enforcement. For those of you that hate cops, you need to start loving them. Stop, stop loving only the firefighters, all right? <laughs> I know nobody's buying a calendar with this on it. I'm just saying, start loving the damn cops. <laughs> Nobody asked me to sprawl out on the hood of my patrol car. However... <laughs> And the images I got in my mind right now are making me nauseous. <laughs> and I love me, but still. <laughs> Sorry for putting those images in your head, especially, especially the children that are in the room. Let me preach this message to you. You know what you need to drop? This is, this, is good. Now, this is a high offense alert message, as if any of the rest of them are not, however this one is. You know what you need to drop? You know what needs to be dumped in your life? We're talking about getting to the next level. Do you wanna be at the next level spiritually? Yes. Or are you just gonna keep attending things? How quiet it gets? The church is not the church, the church attends itself. You're gonna have to drop passivity. 
You have to drop neutrality. I know some of you love it. You love being the neutral one. Well, I don't really pick size. That's weak. Is God like that? Then why do you emulate, emulate that which God is not? If God's not passive and God's not neutral, God always takes sides. And look at me now. I always take sides. You're like, in every human dispute? No, no, because people are silly. But when it comes to issues and biblical values, biblical stances, I take sides. Period. Every time. Tom, will you say that God wants you well? Absolutely. God wants you well. Don't, 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 don't spew your doctrine that's not in the Bible about how God uses sickness to teach you lessons. That's not a biblical value. It's not biblical doctrine. That's antithetical to the word of God. God wants you well. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. That verse alone, Matthew 8, 17, shuts the door to all, all arguments, all contradictions. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Does God want you to prosper? Yes, Psalm chapter one, verse three. Every single thing you lay your hands to, he wants to prosper. Oh, you're preaching health and wealth, that's right. See what I mean? I take sides, I just say it. I get that we get messages at the church all the time. Sometimes Hope tells me what they are, sometimes she doesn't. That's nice, seriously, I don't wanna know them all. You have people calling that aren't always so nice which is fine, but we take side. They can't, they're like, I can't believe he actually says what he says from the pulpit, why? It's the Bible. If it's the truth, it's the truth. If the Bible says yes, then it's yes. If the Bible says no, then it's no. That's it. There's no arguing. If the Bible says he wants you well, then he wants you well. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. By his stripes you were healed, were healed. If you weren't healed or you weren't prospered or things didn't go the way that you want them to go in accordance to prayer, then it's unbelief. That's the Bible. That's the word of God. Matthew 17, 19 through 21, whenever the miraculous was expected and it did not occur, Jesus said it's unbelief. You had a couple amens. Everybody's afraid to amen things like that because they're afraid that it will offend people. You don't abide in lies because you're afraid of offending people. You don't lie to people because you're afraid to offend them. Just go ahead and offend them. What's the difference? If they're gonna be judged by God anyway, then what's the difference? You're gonna let them go to hell because you're afraid to tell them homosexuality is a, is a hell-bound sin? You're afraid to tell them that? For the lovely couple that everybody loves that lives together, you're not gonna tell them that they're fornicating and they're on their way to hell? See how quiet it gets in here? You, a lot of you don't think that's loving. Well, why did Jesus do it then? If, if God is love and Jesus is God and Jesus is the word, then why did Jesus say those things if it's not love? Right? This is, this is outrageous preaching. No, it's the gospel. This used to be preached all the time. Fornicators would come in the church and stop fornicating. Now they get a job on the staff. Don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, 
nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. Facts! So you preach it. Why would you not? Because you're afraid of, people, of offending people, then you're a people pleaser. You can't be a bondservant of Jesus then. Galatians 1.10. That's the problem in the world today. Strap on a mask, lock down, take a vaccine. Lock you down in France right now because it's too hot outside. Because the grease, the skids have been greased. People just accept the quote unquote new normal. They capitulate. They just give in. Well, you know what? You can get tampons on Monday, but you can't get them on Thursday. It's just all part of the new normal. Same with baby formula. That, that, you know what? That's on Fridays and Sundays. You can get baby formula. Everyone just acclimates. Not me. I'm not acclimating to Jack. I'm not. Everybody acclimated in this country for 50 years, and that's why there were stone faces in here when I talked about abortion. You're, you're scared. What are you scared of? Before he formed you in the womb, he knew you. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And you're afraid as a Christian to go, you know what, it's dadgum great that 14, 15, 16 states now have outlawed abortion completely. That's great. I can tell you this. I don't want the focus of God's justice being on the country that I live in. I will, oh, listen, you and I who are under the blood, we are exempt from the justice of God because our sins are gone. However, I still love America. I don't want the, since we are one of the worst offenders of abortion on the planet, we and like three other countries, China being one of them, are the only ones who allow abortion past 17 weeks. We just got sanctioned by the European Union because we just overturned Roe v. Wade. None of the countries in the European Union allow abortions like we do. Such hypocrites. Such dogs. Such liars. They don't allow abortion after 17 weeks and they're gonna sanction us for outlawing it. We've been slaughtering the unborn now. 60 million are dead because Jane Roe lied, and I know her real name. It's just easier to say Jane Roe. Because that's what the, everyone knows what you're talking about then. 60 million. By the way, 60 million is not accurate whenever you hear it. Nothing coming out of the CDC or the NIH is accurate. Because California and New York, which are number one and number two in the amount of abortions per year in the United States, don't report all theirs. How'd that work out again? Just like the little laws they put in place for themselves all the time, like Anthony Fauci, somehow they don't have to report the money that they get from pharmaceutical companies. They have a law written for that. It's true, it's actually on the books. So you have to drop passivity. You can't be neutral. How many of you, how many of you enjoy that, being neutral and passive? Don't, I know no one's gonna respond now. But you know it's you. You know you, love, you know you love being the one at the party or the art family argument. Now, guys, come on. You know, it's blessed are the peacemakers, not the peacekeepers. 
When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes his enemies live at peace with him. Makes, Proverbs 16, 7. I'm not a, peace, I'm not a peacekeeper, I'm a peacemaker. Matthew 5, 37, a verse you hear all the time at this church, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. You know what's more than yes and no? Evil. I like, to, I, like to, I like to be the tweener. There is no tweener. It's like for those people who believe in purgatory. There's no, there's no purgatory. I hate, to, I hate to burst people's bubbles. Pray for my grandma who died yesterday. Why? She's dead. What do you want me to pray over? Revelation 3, 15 and 16. Remember, we're talking about dumping passivity and, and, and neutrality. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. This is how God thinks of people who are passive. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou art cold or hot, so then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. God loves a passive Christian. Well, you know, I don't want to say it because, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to keep people, trying to minister to people. Minister to them how? Minister them straight to hell? Minister to them through lies of obfuscation? That's ministering to you? By not broaching certain subjects so that they stay in the building, so that they think that they're okay when they're not? If you're a doctor, you get sued for that, for libel. Come in and you know somebody has cancer, you just don't tell them because they don't want to hurt their feelings. Hell's way worse. See, it really is. You see, the problem is in America is we actually think that which is temporal is eternal and that which is eternal is temporal. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 17. Everything that's important to us is temporal. Our kids gotta get into this school. Jobs, vacations. Why don't you seek him first and see what happens? Really, not seek him first so that you get something. Just seek him first for him. Just make your life all about him. And watch and say, no, I can't. I've got so many other things to do. No, but seek ye first the kingdom of God, period. Deuteronomy 30, 19, neutrality, passivity. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you. Man, how would, why would that ever happen? That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. It's life or death. There's no passivity in there. There's no neutrality. Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether it's life or it's death, there's nothing in the middle. There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. I told you this highly offensive message. If your life is all about your job, you're choosing a path of death. You're talking about physical death? No, just death on any, on any level. It could be physical death. People stress out and die all the time for their jobs. It's life or death. It's not life, medium, or death. There's no schmedium with God. You choose right now, you choose life or death. If you're distracted and God's not number one, you're choosing a measure of death. There's a way that seems right. What does seems mean? Feels right, man, it feels right. 
I'm going to the gym now. I'm getting rock hard. It's a way of death. If that's priority one. Physical training is of some value, 1 Timothy 4.8. I'm just telling you that if that's your priority, it's the way of death. That's what people always do because they're vacuous on the inside. They have to fill the void that only God can fill. I'm gonna go vegan this year. I'm gonna go train this year. I'm gonna do... I'll get more into that in a minute. You choose life or death, you choose blessing or cursing. Where's the ambiguity? You choose blessing or you choose, choose cursing? Well, my kid is number one in my life. You just chose a curse. But America will call it an attribute. Because that's the spirit of the world, the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of the power of the air. Luke 6, 26. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so do their fathers to the false prophets. Matthew 26, 69 through 75. This is situation by situation. Peter denies Jesus. Now Peter sat outside in the courtyard in a servant girl. Nothing like a rugged fisherman being scared to death by a girl. <laughs> and people might think, well, Tom, you're looking down on Peter. You think, no, no. It wasn't so much that the little girl is that she would cry out and say that you're a follower of Jesus and it could cost him his life. How many of you would stand? To say yay or nay to that, my father talked about this. My dad was a Vietnam veteran, Bronze Star winner, Purple Heart winner in Vietnam. Ever see the movie Apocalypse Now? Those boats, that's what my dad did. And he talked about it. He said, yeah, there's lots of guys, they come up and boy, they're just full of you know, courage and vigor until you hear the first shot fire. And they're on the floor of the boat crying their eyes out. So we shouldn't be overly presumptuous. I pray that I would stand. Because listen, see you may think I'm super hardcore, I'm actually more transparent than I'm hardcore. I've denied Jesus before, you? I've denied him in the midst of a crowd, you? So let's not be overly presumptuous, right? Now Peter said outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him saying, you also were with Jesus of Galilee, but he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are saying. We're not neutral. We're not passive. We don't deny so that people aren't offended or that it will, so, that think, so it won't cost us. We're not Switzerland. Switzerland is nothing but conquered, even though they call themselves neutral. They're simply conquered. And when he had gone, verse 71, and when he had gone to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were, who were there, this fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, he denied with an oath. I do not know the man. I swear I don't know him. Because he might get nailed to the cross too. If I don't put that mask on, everybody will think that I'm not a reasonable person or I'm not a compassionate person. Why do you always use COVID, Tom? Because we're 28 months into it. Still hasn't stopped. He just cut the pay of 60,000 National Guard troops because they won't take the vaccination. That just happened. It's not over. Stop pretending it's over when it's not. We're just blessed because we have Ron DeSantis. 
Bullets can change. Look, I, look, I get it. This is the thing. That can change. Ron DeSantis won by 11,000 votes over Andrew Gillum. What would we at Foundation Church have done if it was Governor Gillum? Makes me want to vomit saying that. Okay, stayed open. Stayed open. Stayed open. Any of you doubt me? Just don't know me. I would have gone to my own jail, especially from there. This is my own jail that I've put people in. Lots of people. Now that we're in this building, before we were Charlotte County, now we're Sarasota County, I'd be transported to my own jail. Thank goodness I'd start off in a Northport PD vehicle instead of a Sarasota SO vehicle, but that's where it would be. We'd stand. But everybody else counts the cost. If I stand in the word of God, if I say, you know what, I'm protected, people go, that's just not using wisdom. That's not a Bible verse. I don't use things that aren't Bible verses. That's just overly simplistic. No, it's not. That's what you're called to do. You preach the word instantly. That's not, called, that's not for pastors, that's for everybody. Preach the word in action and in deed instantly, whether it's popular or not. 2 Timothy 4, 2. But again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. Verse 73. And a little later, those who stood by came up and said to Peter, surely you also are one of them for your speech betrays you. They knew him. He said, let me repeat the line. Your speech betrays you. I'm watching the video. We saw you with him. Well, you get your press secretary out to deny it for you. That's what this, instead Peter did this. Then he began to curse and swear saying, I do not know the man. Immediately the rooster crowed and Peter remembered the word Jesus had said to him. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So he wept, so he went out and wept bitterly. Matthew 10, 32 and 33, whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. You're not allowed to say that, Tom. Grace, 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 grace. It's a false understanding of grace inside the church. The grace is for the repentant only. Grace does not cover unrepentant sin. It doesn't cover it. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Titus 2, 11, and 12. There's the Bible. What's your version of grace? Well, you know, my son, he doesn't work, smokes dope all day, watches endless amounts of porn, but I know that, he's, he, that he has a good heart and that he got saved in, in VBS 2012. He's dying and going straight to hell. And you're, calling, and, you're, and you're using the word grace to cover your own ineptitude. Grace, 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 grace. It's not how it works. It's not the Bible. Don't worry, we'll get into that for you. I know, Tom, you're gonna cause people to walk out the back door. I'd rather you walk out mad than me usher you straight to hell. And me be held accountable for it. This is really rudimentary Christianity. How many of us really have the elementary down pat? All the, all the advanced Christians out there, because I will tell you that I don't have the elementary down pat. Do you? Are you sure you do? Have you asked the Holy Ghost if you do? 
Have you asked your wife, the elementary, do, you, do, you, do, do I love you like Jesus loved the church? Wife, do you look at your husband and say, hey, do I submit to you as to the Lord? Then why do you act like an advanced Christian then? You can't even submit to your husband or love your wife, but you're advanced. I'm advanced. I live on Martha's Vineyard. Almost every Christian I've ever known that thinks they're advanced is pathetic. They don't bring one person to church. They don't perform one miracle. But yet they're advanced because they, they buy the latest Bible fish cover every year available at Gospel Gifts. <laughs> On sale for $19.95. <laughs> what proves that your advance is fruit? That's it, by the way. Not your feelings. There's a way that seems right to a man. I feel like I'm getting stronger. Well, where's, where's the manifestations of it? Tom, you say this stuff all the time. Well, prove me wrong. Manifest. Why do I come into this church? Because God's making you. you. This like Ric Flair says. You may not like it, but you better learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Woo! Ric Flair. That's before wrestling became pornography. You could actually watch it. See, it's all situation by situation. Everybody looks at things on the whole because nobody wants to put the microscope on their life. Nobody wants to hold themselves personally accountable. I would, I'm never gonna deny Jesus and, and, and deny my faith. People just make that, make that you know, a, a giant statement. It covers everything. And no, it's situation by situation. I'll give you some examples. High offense alert coming. As we talk about alcohol. As we talk about alcohol. As we talk about alcohol. I love the Christian drinkers. Love it. They never, all their kids go to hell while they, they proclaim the one drink gospel. It's not a Bible verse, but yet that's what they live on. You can have one. First of all, whenever you talk like that, it's over. You like the horrible marriage you hear me talk about all the time. He can get his own drink. I'm sure you have just a real warm and toasty marriage, don't you? I'm sure he just loves being around you. When your friends come, you've been drinking with them for years, what are you gonna do as a Christian? I can have one. You never have one anyway, you liar. You know it's true. You're a liar. You don't have one. It's like arguing with my mother about the Catholic Church. She never attends. Why do you stand so strongly and vehemently for something you never go to? Why don't you just come to my church then? You don't go there. You just love Mary so much, you never pay attention to Mary. <laughs> People are so delusional. Look yourself in the eyes. I do all the time. I don't like what I see. I don't walk around mopey about it. Oh, woe is me. Listen, I'm kind of in love with myself. 
Seriously, I'm a big fan, big fan. But I deal in the truth with myself. My phone. I had to get a new one because I smashed my other one. It's true. It kept taking pictures. Trying to turn the dadgum thing off. Trying to get it to make, oh, I turned it, I got it on silent. See if I can get it to make the noise. Yeah, it won't. That's why I hate it. I'm going to throw it against the wall. No, I'm just kidding. But it, the, the way phones are set up now, you try to turn them off, they take pictures. Chicken, chicken, drove me nuts. So at the wrong moment, took a couple pictures. I went to fling it across the room. I hit it against the weight bench in my garage. It shattered. Broke it. So yesterday, or the day before, I'm walking, and now the new phones default to Zoom. They go huge all of a sudden. Like you can't, and once, once they go, they turn to huge font, and then you can't scroll. You can't answer the phone. Hope's calling me, can't answer because it's such huge, you can't get to anything because the font's too huge. And there's no way to turn it off because you can't scroll anywhere. There's a secret way to do it that I found out later you have to tap it with all three fingers. Who would know that? So I'm walking down the road, Hope's calling me, I got an alert going off for an appointment that I don't have. And all that's in my mind is, pass the test. Because I'm two iPads, a laptop and a phone in to smashing devices. While I'm preparing to do a podcast for Foundation Church, I've smashed more than one device. I look at myself transparently. You're like, I ain't coming to this church anymore. You can't leave. God's told you to come. You can go try. You're just wasting your life. You can go, you can go to nominal church down the road all you want, but you're wasting your life. God's come in. God, listen, Foundation Church for the emergency workers that are in here, the firefighters and the cops, and we've all seen it, whether it's Narcon or Narcan or, or it's the paddles, that's what this church is. Thoop! Bring you back into the realm of what is biblical. I look at myself transparently. Will you? Does God want you drinking alcohol? Here come the friends again. Let's go situation by situation. Here come those friends that you've been drinking with for years. None of your kids are saved. You're not going anywhere. But oh, it's not the alcohol. It's what every addict says. Can you have one drink and go to heaven? Yes. You sure you want to unleash that spirit in your home, though? You have, you have one drink, but then you see your son waltzing up the driveway as a 19-year-old, or I guess legally as a 21-year-old, walking up your driveway with his 12-pack of Bud Light. Great job, Christian. Fantastic job. I hate alcohol. Anybody who worked in law enforcement, I don't know how any cop drinks. Because basically 90% of law enforcement is because of alcohol. But what do you do? Here they come. Now we know 1 Corinthians 15, right? Bad company corrupts what? Good morals, good habits, whatever your translation is. 
It was that start. It says, do not be deceived. Maybe it's time to finally smash the wine bottles. Don't want to offend anybody because I know I'm going home and have wine today. <laughs> Bud Light Day. NASCAR is on. I said that on purpose. NASCAR with their pride flags. They can cram it too. Yeah, NASCAR, the redneck sport now is pride flags. What are, where are the rednecks? Come on, rednecks. I love rednecks. Where are you at? If the fruit's bad, then the tree's bad. Number two. <laughs> are you going to act like a lie is the truth? If you change your sex, you will be happy. That's what they're telling Americans. They're doing surveys in schools now, and they get, and they're talking about like third, fourth, fifth graders, even less. Where 30 to 40% of the school is identifying as transgender. That's a fact. So if you, and right, and by the way, right here, sit in Northport, Florida. We went to our various schools. I don't want to name names because I don't know this for sure, but if we went to the various schools where CRT has been taught in Sarasota County for years, how many, how many, and it's just, that's race, I know transgender are two different things, but how many kids would identify? You go to a, you go, how many, how many parents are in here? Shout amen. amen. All right, so if you go to your five-year-old as a manipulating moron and go, do you feel like a girl to your boy? Or do you feel like a boy to your girl? How hard is it to get a five-year-old to say yes to that question? Especially when you're inducing the response that you want so you can look enlightened. I'm so enlightened because I'll accept anything. Oh, really? So you, you will accept anything. Really? Well, we'll get into that too. Act like a lie is the truth. When do most transgender people commit suicide? After they've transitioned. Fact. Doesn't solve anything. You can lop off all you want, it doesn't change you. What you're yearning for is Jesus. And lopping off your boobs and lopping off your penis ain't gonna do it. Tom, that's so graphic. I don't care. It's time for the church to say what's true. Penis is not a cuss word. You hear me say it on the podcast all the time, fully penised men. That's what they are. Bill Thomas, Leah Thomas, the swimmer in the collegiate championships is setting all sorts of women's records. Is a fully penised man who dates women. Yes. He dates women. He, man, the guy's got to, he's cornered the market. You got to give, give the guy credit. <laughs> Seriously. Just speaking from the carnal side. I love women. He showers with women. 
swims with women in their bathing suits, dates women, has sex with women. That's who this, talk about, he's pulled it all off. Talk about having your cake and eating it too. And he's a national hero to 50% of the United States of America. And a lot of people inside the evangelical church who don't want to offend him. So they'll all stand around. Oh, congratulations on your female records. We wouldn't want to offend you because that wouldn't be Christ-like. Because Jesus was so non-offensive. Jesus offended everybody. Go back to my original example. How comfortable do you think it would be to say, you know what, we've got this girl who's dead. And all of you mourning, wailing, flute-playing relatives, get out so I can raise her from the dead, please. Because your unbelief is stinking up the room with sulfur. You say what needs to be said. Your child comes home and they start espousing doctrine that they learned at school that's antithetical to the word of God. You quit your job and you homeschool them. I can't do that because I've got to have self-fulfillment. Shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Mark chapter 8, 34 through 38. Every belief that I have is a Bible verse, period. You will never hear me say, I believe. You'll hear me say, it is written. That's how Jesus argued with the devil using the book of Deuteronomy. Drag queen shows are good for kids. Will you act like a lie is the truth? Via your words or just via obfuscation? I don't don't wanna say anything. Look at what's happened in our country because nobody wants to say anything. In 2000, our country was less than $1 trillion in debt. And because nobody wants to say anything and nobody wants to cut off people's funding and not get their votes, we're now almost $31 trillion in debt 22 years later. Facts. George W. Bush goes right across Republican and Democratic lines. George W. Bush added more debt than all presidents combined times eight. Barack came in and broke that record because he added $11 trillion onto George Bush's $8 trillion. And Donald Trump did the same thing. $6 trillion was spent on COVID alone above what we bring in. $6 trillion. How'd that benefit how'd that benefit you? They sent you a couple six hundred dollar checks in America. Oh, I'm in. Six hundred dollar checks. You own a pizzeria in downtown Manhattan, your rent's fifteen thousand dollars a month for a twelve by twelve space, and they send you a check for twelve hundred dollars. That's the government for you. That's why you trust in Jesus, not the government. That's why, I'll get ready. Okay, okay I'll, I'll take your golf claps. Okay, here now. If you're gonna do that though, then why aren't you tithing? Whoops! Oh, God's economy, yes! You don't tithe, you're not in it. How dare you say it? Because that's what's true. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse. Even because you have robbed me, even this whole nation, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. 
And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of, the ground, fruit of your ground. Nor shall the vine fail to produce fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Oh, that's Old Testament because, as Pastor Roddy says, that's Malachi 3, 8, and 11. Malachi 3, 8 through 11. You ever read your Bible in Genesis chapter 14 where tithing was actually birthed by the king of Salem, the priest of God, Melchizedek, who gave a tenth of all that he had to Abram? Whoops! It's an Abrahamic covenant thing, which is what the new covenant mirrors. You give your tithe. I, you should see the faces I'm seeing. You got the believers, got smiles right now because you've already received the benefits of it. The rest of you are like, I'm not giving. And there's another, there it is. There's that voice tone again. You're off. You're already off. He's after my money. Really? We have four Five full-time staff members at a church this size. I'm after your money? Well, that's so you can get it all. Know what? Okay, the, full, the, the full-time staff people that are on salary, they make $20,000 a year less than me. That's Heather, Hope, and Aaron. I'm after your money? I'm the boss. I could say, you know what? I make a million dollars a year. You know, there's not that much comes in here. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You're the best church in the world. Yes, it does. You're like, Tom, Tom, why are you ripping us when we're such good givers? Because there's somebody in here who isn't. I feel bad for you. That you're a victim of Biden's economy instead of being, being somebody who receives from Yahweh's economy. I feel bad for you. All because you're afraid that a pastor's gonna steal your money. I make $20,000 a year more than my own assistant. I'm trying to steal your money. I make $5,000 a year now, more now than I did as a deputy sheriff. And I'm watching your money. See, I told you I'm transparent about everything. I'm not always gonna stay at this level. I need to make more money. I'm just telling you where we're at right now. Doesn't affect me. My life is very simplistic, very simplistic. You, a lot of you probably think that I'm joking. Just talk to Heather. She's also my next door neighbor. Talk to Travis, my next door neighbor, who happened to be married and, and have four children. Ask them about me. I can't get to them before you do. I walk around all day long in camouflage shorts and stained T-shirts. That's how I live my whole life. And I'm after your money? I don't even own a car. I have no car. My son stole my truck, I have no car. I refuse to drive it because now it's always sticky. Tommy's an amazing figure. Chiseled iron granite of a body. Takes, I mean, everything with his body, I mean, showers umpteen times a day, eats immaculately, works out like there's no tomorrow, 
and then every other area of his life is a federal disaster area. <laughs> Where are my shoes? I don't know, 23-year-old. I don't know. All right, everyone needs to call my phone. We've already called your phone. Stop getting an all-black phone that, that is camouflaged as part of the couch. He took my truck. I just, whenever there's a car available, I have to ask. And I'm after your money. Um, anybody got a car at the house? Norma, can you come pick me up? I... There's benefits to it because you don't have to do anything either. I just send out text messages. Who's out? I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm not after your money. I want you blessed. Get in God's system, but you're going to have to take that first giant leap. Write the check. 10,000, I mean 10%, or maybe it is 10,000. 10%. <laughs> the people who, you know, people will jump on ministers who have a lot of money. How do they get it? How do they get it? They just give everything away all the time. So it's just an annuous, it's an endless flow into their life. They get it, they give it. They get it, they give it. Act like a lie is the truth. Whiteness is the genesis of all evil. Tom, you're gonna dare preach this? Of course. But you know why? Because whiteness is not the genesis of all evil. Are there evil white people? Of course. By the way, this is gonna shock people. There's evil black people. There's racist black people. There's racist white people. There's racist Hispanic people. I'll tell you this story. When I first became a cop, I made the mistake of driving into Newtown in Sarasota. Now, Newtown is a predominantly black area, but it's in the city. It's not really our jurisdiction. But I saw a very large crowd. I was in field training. I'd been a cop for four weeks. There was this huge crowd. I'm talking about a bigger crowd than this. Huge, surrounding something, and everybody was going nuts. There wasn't a white person in the crowd. So I got out of my police car. Oh, tum -tum! <laughs> and I was told by the crowd, ra racist slurs were thrown at me. Get your white bleep back in that car. They weren't scared of me. They didn't care. It was a big dog fight is what it was. They were fighting pit bulls. They told me to get back. I know. I felt bad for them. It's okay. Both dogs lived because they, they weren't scared of me at all, but they were scared of SPD. SPD pulled up and the whole crowd scattered. Because there's repercussions for telling SPD to get their white whatever back in the car. But for me, what did I pretty much do? Froze. <laughs> you know, how do you think? And I got out and I, I kicked butt and I took names and I froze. And it's pretty much told by my field training officer, get your white butt back in the car. So it's, it's everywhere, but whiteness is not the root of all evil. The love of money is. That's the truth, 1 Timothy 
The black community needs to see who's stealing their money. That would be the left, the globalist left who wants to kill you to, at the tune of 400,000 black Americans per year. I want everybody to live, Hispanic, white, black, Asian, everybody, because they're God's people. God so loved you that he sent his only begotten son. I certainly don't want you pulled out piece by bloody piece out of your mother's womb. Whether you're white, black, Hispanic, or Asian, I don't care. Another lie. Will you act like lies of the truth? Oh, I know on the inside. No, you gotta act in it. Does that mean you go into every party that you, that you get invited to on Thanksgiving coming up? And you know that there's a bunch of reprobate sinners in there and you walk in and you just go, hey everybody, just letting you know that everybody in here but me is going to hell. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is the doors will swing open and you must speak. Get your mask on. No, you could lose your job. Well then I'll just join God's economy. I'll have a better job in two weeks. Yeah. People don't get God. They don't get God. When there is no way, he will make a way. Stand in him. If it has to, it will fall from the sky. I promise you. God's word never returns void. You tell them, you know what? You're going to be fired if you don't get a vaccine or you don't take a mask, or you don't wear a mask. Well, fine. Fire me then. I love that you're firing me. I'm rejoicing. Like Peter and John rejoiced in jail. I rejoice in it. Well, sing praises to the Lord because God, things are only gonna get better for me. Thank you for firing me. And by the way, when I sue you for violating my constitutional rights, you'll write me a check for $2 million. There's your retirement. Homosexuality is normal and even a genetic trait. Bullface lie, are you gonna say it? Are you gonna say it or not? It's not normal. Ready, graphic warning, <laughs> graphic warning. Think of things logically. Is whisker on whisker crime nature? Some of you get that, some of you don't. Whiskers should not be pressed against other whiskers. I'll leave it at that, it's more graphic on the podcast. There ain't nothing natural about homosexuality. Neither homosexuals nor sodomites will enter the kingdom of God flat out. But just so you know, neither will the pornographer who hates homosexuals. That's so disgusting. You're just as repulsive. Sexual sin is sexual sin. It's the only sin against the body. Flee, flee from sexual immorality, 1 Corinthians 6, 18. Flee, run. Don't investigate, run. You're at a movie and things start getting unzipped, run. Nothing wrong with it, get up and leave. My buddy and I used to, we, we watched, we, we ended up going to Titanic, that's how old I am, in the movie theater. There's a boob scene in there. Nobody knew it was coming. All of a sudden, she's naked. My buddy and I literally went like this. 
theater was packed. Titanic was the biggest movie on the planet. It still is. I think it's the number one selling movie of all time. And everyone's looking at us. Like, who are these guys? Like this. Our heads were down like this. There's two reasons for that. Number one, and I mean it, was to honor God and to be obedient. Number two, I would like to have sex that week. Some of you don't get what I'm saying. You're gonna sit there and stare at another woman's boobs and expect to have sex with your wife later? You're welcome. See, I can make a room quiet in two seconds flat. Oh, it's okay to look. Who told you that? Lust of the eyes is the same as lust of the flesh. Matthew chapter five, verse 28. Oh, I don't mind if he looks. Why? I mind. I see it all the time. Guys eating dinner with their wives and everything that walks by. But in America, you can look as long as you don't touch. Yeah, right. So no wonder there's so much sexual dysfunction. Why you have Viagra and Cialis ads on every two seconds. Are you going to act like a lie is the truth? Don't do it. Are you going to act like stupidity is, st- is sage truth? If it's stupid, it's stupid. It needs to be said that it's stupid. See, what happens is, is the, wor- the church actually violates, gosh, dog, 11.51 already. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, right? Romans 12.2. The world, the church emulates the world instead of the world emulating the church. How does this happen? You know what happens all the time is that we believe that tolerance and accommodation is growth. Because we have no power, we get bored in our own Christianity, so we have to create growth. Look at how graceful I am. The verses that you always hear me talk about out of 1 Corinthians chapter 5, namely verse 13, expel the wicked man from among you, is the man who is sleeping with his father's wife. But the church was going, look at our grace. We can accommodate that. That's the path that Christians always go down because they're actually following the pattern of the world. That's what the world's doing. Look how accommodating and tolerant we are. We have, we have Leah Thomas swimming against women and we're calling her a girl, calling him a girl. Even I got dragged into it right there. We believe that that's growth. It's not growth. Will we act like abject stupidity is sage truth? Masking, vaxxing, locking down doesn't do a thing. It only makes things worse, but people act like it's the truth. Will we water down sermons? Will we call he's, she's, and she's, he's? Do you realize that that's all a counterfeit, by the way? As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it is taught you, remain in him, right? First John 2, 27. So we have his real anointing, real anointing, non-counterfeit. But calling he as she is actually a counterfeit of God. How so? The God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. Romans four seventeen. The difference is, is God's responding to the truth. The God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were, because those things that are not in accordance to the truth, according to the word of God, need to be brought forth and made manifest. You are healed. You are prospered. Call things that are not as though they were. But what the world does and what the devil does, what the antichrist spirit does, what the prince of the power of the air does, is counterfeit that by calling a she a he or a she a he. 
It's counterfeiting God again. He said, let me repeat the lie. Counterfeit, calling things that are not as though they were. They're imitating God. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. That's blasphemous to most Christians because what they, it's the opposite of what most Christians shoot for. And I'm not shooting to be insulted. I'm just saying I'm not shooting to be accepted either. What do I shoot for? Preach the word. You just preach the word. Here's another one for you. This one will get some results and some response. Will you let your kid date a heathen? Ooh. It's kind of quiet in here. Everybody's scared all of a sudden. I think it's because I said boobs in Titanic or something. <laughs> Will you let your kid date a heathen? Oh, but he's a good kid. No, he's not. Oh, you see, we'll pick on men. I picked on men primarily the service. We'll just stay on that vein. Well, you know, he's you know, he's the star of this and he's an academic genius. He's the star of this team or star of that team. And he's a good moral kid. No, he's not. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. The only shot you have is that they're saved. And so that's Jeremiah 17, 9. But yet parents, Christian parents, because the guy is this or the guy is that, knowing he's not saved, let them date your daughter. No, this, is, this will be I'll, be, I'll be accused of overgeneralizing now. I'm gonna just flat out tell you something. From experience, men are after one thing, that are not saved. The pornography industry is a multi-billion dollar industry and 99.9% .9 of the people watching it are men. And you're gonna let that date your daughter? But he's a star and he's good looking, he's got a great future ahead of him, he's got a full ride to whatever, that's your qualifications? Look at me, send him to me. Send him to me then. If you don't have the guts to do it, send him to me. I'll tell you whether it's yes or no. My yes will be yes, my no will be no. I have strict qualifications. Ask my daughter. But lots of Christians will just let, because he's a good person by American standards. No. Tell me how you're born again. If you want to date my daughter, tell me how you are born again. Explain to me your relationship with Jesus. Well, I believed my whole life. <laughs> Will you do that in the middle of the conversation? Yeah. And impossible to believe your whole life. This is not the Catholic Church. I want details about how you are saved. If they can't do it, then what on earth are you doing? I can't control everything. Bull crap. She live in your house or not? Hey, Tom, you're mean. Yeah, I know. I don't care what you think. My kids are 23 and 21. They've yet to be on a date. 
How about yours? Will you just say, you know what, I blew it as a parent? I've blown it in lots of areas as a parent too. I get it. Just about everything that's wrong in my house was caused by me. Seriously. You wanna name what's wrong? It certainly isn't hope. Who's the screen starer? This guy, like the t-shirt, this guy. Ephesians 6, 4. Man, it's quiet in here. My wife will tell me afterwards, because everybody's listening, so I'll just tell myself that right now. <laughs> it's not that you've disconnected. It's not that it's 11.58 and you want to go eat. It's that you're all just really in tune. I'll just believe that. I'll believe that. You look like you are. Seriously, every face is looking this way. I'll give you that. But you start trampling on people's ideologies when they should have theology instead of ideology. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship could light have with darkness? Why is that not applied to your precious daughter? Well, she wants to date him. I don't care. I pay the bills. No. You choose your kids' friends? Yep. You choose your kids' teachers? Yep. You choose when your kids are gonna drive? Yep, my kids didn't see a car till they were 18. Because I know what a lunatic I was at 16. What on earth was I doing driving around? And by the way, I wouldn't let my daughter date me when I was that age either, <laughs> being the heathen that I was. <laughs> I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to. When I first started the, when we started the podcast, now not the Facebook Lives that I did with 14 people watching. <laughs> the Facebook Lives that got, I mean the podcast that went large. I mean last night we have between four and 700 people watching live normally. That's where we're at. That's without CTN. I don't know how many people are watching on TV. But that's where we're at and that's what Facebook allows us to know. Who knows what we, what we actually have. But when that happened, obviously notoriety came out. I started to until I just basically started to ha having to ignore, because I would get hundreds and hundreds of messages every day from all around the world, I just had to ignore some of them, but one of the messages was from an ex-girlfriend from high school. <laughs> not good, okay, not good. Because <laughs> here I was on the podcast, hellfire, brimstone, turn or burn. And she dated me when I was 17. I got saved when I was 18. <laughs> and she basically laid out how I basically destroyed her life. <laughs> Not really, I mean, well maybe I did, I don't know. But I wouldn't let any daughter in this room date me when I was 17 either. Told you, I'm way more transparent than I am harsh. She laid it out, okay, it was rough exactly what I did and how immoral I was. Rough, rough. And I wasn't the only one to see it. Of course, I went immediately to my wife and told her, this is just as an ex-girlfriend, whatever. Bad Tom, bad. So you gotta, listen, but, but my daughter wants to date, it doesn't matter, mom. Dad, 
Will you stand in the consequences of the truth or abide in lies? Because Christians think it's an attribute to be passive, to be acquiescing. It's not an attribute. Certainly wasn't how Jesus was. Maybe I'll finish here. The ultimate, will you adopt evil for convenience? That's the whole plan, by the way. Everything is leveraging people to a one-world commerce system. 40% of the farms in the Netherlands, which is the number two producer of agricultural goods on the planet. Who's number one? We are. Number two? The Netherlands. Holland. You think, man, they're underwater. No, they are. I've been there. I've actually been to Holland when I was five years old. Bought the wooden shoes, all that stuff. Tulips everywhere. They're, they're confiscating 40% of their farms. Why? Because they don't want nitrate pollution getting into the air, cow farts, and fertilizer farts getting into the air. Under, under the guise of what? Climate change. Now, the, the skids have been greased because everybody's, everybody in Holland put masks on, took their vaccines, and locked down like they were dutifully told. Right? So they say, you know what, you'll do that. How about you give us your farm? And now they're standing up. Good for them. And they are. And they've been joined by all the farmers in Spain, too. You see what's happening in Sri Lanka right now. People are done. You can, you know what? I'm going to have guns, but you're not, says the bourgeois politician. I'm going to live behind walls I don't allow you to have. You're going to have hyperinflation because, because it will crush you into submission. But inflation doesn't have anything to do with me because I don't pay my own bills. You pay them for me. And people have had it. We in the church should be preaching liberté. It's a godly trait that will keep people from adopting evil for convenience. People get manipulated into compliance and it becomes their new normal. Well, you know, we just have to put a mask on to get on the train. Why do you allow yourself to be that way? Why, will you, why do you allow your circumstances to be dictated to you like that? It's so easy. I mean, it's so demonic. Everyone just gets all, everybody gets, 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 just gets used to it. That's the plan. It really is the simplistic. I'll finish with this. We're in Revelation 14, 9 through 11. Will you adopt evil for convenience? Because that's what's coming. Now, we are the restraining. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. That's us. And then the man of perdition, the man of sin, the lawless one will be revealed, Right? The, the, the Antichrist cannot come into fruition. I believe that we'll know who he is, but he will not come into power until we're gone. That's Revelation 13 and 14, Matthew 24, 10 through 13, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8. All mirror one another. 
But it's all about getting people to comply for convenience. It's just easier, you know what? It's just easier to do what they say. Until they cross the line, like, you know what? You did what we said with the mask. You did what we told you to do with the lockdowns, with the vaccine, with the quarantining yourself, even though you're healthy, but now we want your farm. That'll never happen in America. It's already happening. And that you cannot be part of the restraining and comply with that which you are restraining. You can't restrain and cooperate at the same time. You have to stand. Revelation chapter 14, 9 through 11 in closing. Worship team, make your way. 1206, that's not bad. We'll be out of here in one hour. (laughs) Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, everyone hone in on me even though we have movement. Can't you guys come up here without moving? Isn't that possible? If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his, on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. Everybody hear that? If you receive the mark on your right hand or on your forehead, that could never happen. Folks, we have seen an acceleration of time over the last 28 days of 15 days, 28 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. How every pastor who locked down their churches hasn't sprinted to an altar of repentance is beyond me. It really is. It's beyond me. When all of your complying and your, act, and your acquiescing, your capitulation has led to the proliferation of vaccine passports all around the globe, where our military, you can't serve in the military without your vaccine passport, that doesn't bother you as a Christian, considering Revelation chapter 13? You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a mark on your right hand or on your forehead. That's the way that it is in the European Union, Australia, Canada, New York City, and Israel. That's already there. Doesn't bother the Christians that maybe they ought to adopt a different message, which would be instead of preaching the compliance with the world, preach that you are to restrain the world. It's, this, this is a bold, bold faith. Not a compliant one. Not a nice one. Not a tolerant one. Not an accommodating one. It is a bold, in your face faith. That's what it is. Christians don't, Christians don't see healing because they don't hate disease. Christians aren't rich because they don't hate poverty. They consider poverty to be an attribute. Will you adopt evil for convenience? The the skids have already been greased. It's just easier to comply. How many people think like that? He himself shall also, if you take the mark on your right hand or on your forehead, that could never happen. People have them on their phones now. They're not the end times mark, but they're the grease skitter for the mark. The Q, what I call the QR coded mark of the beast on your phone. The green pass, the common pass, the vaccine passport. Vaccines are just one avenue to get there. 
It's a way to get you into the one world commerce system. Tom, this is so right-wingish and so, you know, right-wing conspiracy. It's got nothing to do with right or left. It's the Bible. It's going to happen. The worst of it will be gone, but it's going to happen. And there's nasty things called the beginnings of sorrows that we will be here for. And you must stand. You will probably see people take the mark. Is the technology not already there? Who leads the way in that technology? Two places. Two places. Sweden and Ukraine. Sweden and Ukraine. Where's the fight at right now? Where's all the money going? Another 400 million got approved yesterday by Joe Biden to be sent over to Ukraine again. They are leaders, leaders in digital identity in the Ukraine. Funny how it all works. That's the epicenter of everything, isn't it? Weird, isn't it? How that all works. But it's right wing. We're watching an Alex Jones episode right now. Alex Jones is only right, only, but he's only right about 98% of the time. Alex Jones is a backslidden Baptist. Did you know that? Rodney Howard Brown and him are very good friends. Alex Jones knows his theology. I'm not saying he's saved or he's going to heaven. I'm just telling you he's a backslidden Baptist. He knows, he knows about the book of Revelation. Tom, get on with it. Okay. <laughs> this, this verse does not fit in with most Christians' ideology about what Christianity is. Because it's ideology instead of theology. He himself, those who take the mark, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Jesus will sit there and watch. Oh, that's not my Jesus. That's because Jesus is a Pharisaic, cultist image that you've created in your own mind. This is the real God. This is the real Bible. It's the real Jesus. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. And they'll receive it for convenience only. All of these kids, here you go, done. All these kids, Dying right now. You, you, if, you, if your finger's not on the pulse, I both feel sorry for you and admire you because at least you're living at peace. My finger's on the pulse of what is happening in this world. Sadly, I spend hours and hours and hours reading and studying what's happening around this world. As always, I turned in, I believe it was 103 slides for the podcast on Saturday night of 55 Minutes of Fury. I used 17. I think Will gave me credit for 19. I can't get to everything. But if you see the things that I see, all of these, I had it, I didn't, I didn't get to it on the podcast. A parent calls, and I'll close with this. I mean at this time, it's 12, 13. Parent calls in to a health line in Canada and just wants an explanation about why his son is dead. 
because the kid wanted to play hockey. Only one way to play hockey in Canada. QR code and mark of the beast on your phone. But don't worry, it's right-wing conspiracy theory. We don't need to talk about that inside the church. No, you are to speak of liberty. Liberty. Anything that's, you have, I didn't get to any of this today because I only preached one quarter of the message that I had prepared to preach, as usual. But you can only, as your yes is yes and your no is no, you're either following one spirit. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing, cursing. Life, death, blessing, or cursing. You're following one spirit or the other, period, period. In every area of your life, what spirit am I following? In my dating life, in my marriage, in my finances, what spirit am I following? If it's a spirit of constriction, a spirit that puts chains on you, especially in the name of freedom or love, it's the Antichrist. You think you're setting people free by telling them you can choose what sex you are? No, you're putting chains on them in the name of freedom, counterfeiting God again. Devil's always counterfeiting God. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? So the devil will counterfeit freedom. Be free, have sex with whoever you wanna have sex with, be whatever sex or gender you wanna be, counterfeiting God's freedom by putting people in chains. That's what he does, always a counterfeit. But that poor dad calls in, and he says my son took the vaccine because he wasn't allowed to play hockey without it. So he had an adverse effect on the first, and the second dose killed him. And there was no expression on the face of the healthcare worker at all because they don't care because they're servants of the, of the Antichrist. They can't abort you in the womb, they'll abort you out of the womb because they're murderers from the beginning. Just like they emulate their father, the devil. Follow the death, follow the lies, follow the counterfeit, and you'll find the devil. Amen? That's the way it is. But none of you in here, for convenience sake, listen, don't comply. Do without. Get into God's economy you won't do without anyway. Amen? Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on give.